0: Hi everyone, welcome to Spanglish from France. At the end of the podcast, do not forget to add yourself, share, and visit us on Facebook. at the group English with Yola with a Y. Hi everyone, I hope you guys are having a great day and today we are going to continue to read the book Becoming from Michelle Obama and we stop at chapter 12 right in the middle of page 167 so we are going to continue to read that page so we can finish it to date and here we go I meanwhile was fully stepped in government I had spent a year now working with Valerie in the mayor's office acting as a liaison to several of the city's departments, including health and human services. The job was broad and people-oriented enough to be energizing and almost always interesting. Whereas I had once spent my days writing briefs in a quiet, plush carpet office with a view of the lake. I now worked in a windowless room on one of the top floors of the city hall, with citizens streaming noisily through the building every hour of the day. Government issues I was learning were elaborate and unending. I showed between meetings with various apartment heads worked with the staffs of the city, commissioners, and was dispatched, sometimes, to different neighborhoods around Chicago to follow up on personal complaints received by the mayor. I went on missions to inspect fallen trees that needed removing, talked to neighborhood pastors who were upset about traffic or garbage collection and often represented the the mayor's office at page 168 at uh, okay at community functions i once had to break up a shoving match at a senior citizens picnic on the north side none of this was what it corporate lawyer did, and for this reason I found it compelling. I was experiencing Chicago in a way that I never had before. I was learning something else of value, Two, spending much of my time in the presence of Susan Sherratt and Valerie Jarrett, two women who I was seeing managed to be both tremendously confident and tremendously human. At the same time, Susan ran meetings with a steely and unflappable grace. Valerie, though, nothing of speaking her mind in a room full of opinionated men, often managing to deftly bring people around to whatever side she was arguing. She was like a fast-moving comet, someone who was clearly going places. Not long before my wedding, she had been promoted to the role of commissioner in charge of planning and economic development for the city and had offered me a job as an assistant commissioner I was going to begin work as soon as we got back from our honeymoon. I saw more of Valerie than I did of Susan, but I took careful note of everything each of them did, similarly to how I had observed Cerny, my college mentor. These were women who knew their own voices and were unafraid to use them, they could be humorous and humble when the moment called for it, but they were unfazed by blowhards and didn't second guess the power in their own points of view. Also importantly, they were working moms. I'd watch them closely in this regard as well. Knowing that I wanted someday to be one myself Valerie never hesitated to step out of a big meeting when a call came in from her daughter's school. Susan, likewise, dashed out of the middle, in the middle of the date, in one of her son's suspect a fever or was performing in a preschool music show. They were unapologetic about prioritizing the needs of their children, even if it meant occasionally disrupting the flow at work, and didn't try to compartmentalize work and home the way I had noticed male partners at Sidley seemed to do. I'm not sure compartmentalization was even a choice for Valerie and Susan. Given that they were juggling the expectations unique to mothers and were also both divorced, which came with its own emotional and financial challenges. They were striving for perfect, but managed somehow to be always excellent. The two of them bound in a deep and mutually helpful friendship, which also made a real impression impression of me. They had dropped any masquerade and were just wonderfully, powerfully, and instructively themselves. Barack and I came back from our honeymoon in Northern California to both good and bad news. The good news came in the form of the November election, which brought what felt like a tight, encouraging change. Bill Clinton won overwhelmingly in Illinois and across the country, moving President Bush out of office after only one term. Carol Mosley Brown also won, decisively becoming the first African-American woman Ever to hold a Senate seat. What was even more exciting to Barack was that the election day turnout had been nothing short of epic. Project Vote had directly registered 110,000 new voters. Wow! And it's broader get out the vote campaign and likely boosted overall turnout as well. For the first time in a decade, over half a million black voters in Chicago went to the polls, proving that they had the collected power to shape political outcomes. This sent a clear message to lawmakers and future politicians to reestablish a feeling that seemed to have been lost where Harold Washington died. The African American vote mattered it will be costly politically for anyone to ignore or discount black people's needs and concerns instead of this too was a secondary message to the black community itself a reminder that progress was possible that our worth was measurable all this was heartening for Barack As tiring as it was, he had loved his job for for what it taught him about Chicago's complex political system and for proving that his own organizing instincts could work on a large scale. He had collaborated with grassroots leaders, everyday citizens and elected officials and almost miraculously it had yielded results. Several media outlets note the impressive impact of the project vote. A writer for Chicago Magazine described Barack as a tall, affable, fable work-holic, suggesting that he should someday run for office, an idea that he simply shrugged off. And here was the bad news: that Tom, a fabled workaholic, workaholic, and he, say, I, he says, "I had just married, had also blown his book deadline, hadn't been so cut off in a registering voters that he managed ha, that he had managed to turn in only a partial manuscript." Well, he was working also in a book. So um, we stop at page right on the top of page 170 and we will continue to read that page for the next um, reading. And well, this is everything for today, guys, and I hope you have a great day and we'll see you tomorrow to continue to read this wonderful book.